You guys, it's getting more difficult these days to stay on a budget, especially if you are one wanting to eat healthy. But there's a huge misconception, I think, that eating healthy on a budget is not attainable. So today, I'm going to share some tips and tricks to staying within your budget, finding deals, reducing food waste, and even share some cheaper food items you may never have thought to be healthy, but are still actually quite good for you. So get out your pen, your paper, or save this episode because honestly, you guys are going to go back again and again and reference to it when you're in the grocery store or share it with a friend. So take note. You guys, this is the Digestus Podcast and I'm your host, Bethany Cameron. Let's get right into the show. All my regular listeners know that each month I give away amazing quality goods to those that simply rate and review the podcast. And so for the month of October, I'm giving away giant pale buckets of Artisana Organics organic chocolate spreads, plus their seasonal gingerbread pecan butters to three of my listeners. You guys heard me. I'm dishing out giant buckets of basically a healthier version of Nutella that's organic certified, palm oil free, cashew cocoa spread, just in time for all your holiday baking. If you were to buy this online, one pail would cost you $58 just for one bucket of this delicious chocolate spread. That just goes to show how much volume this pail truly contains and what you'll be getting. Plus, I'm also going to include two extra jars of Artisana Organics Seasonal Gingerbread Pecan Spread you can only get from them directly. This is not sold in stores. So three of my listeners will receive over $80 worth of quality organic nut butters. And all you have to do is rate and review this podcast and I will be reaching out to you on Instagram if chosen. So be sure you leave your IG handle in your review. Good luck. Anxiety, insomnia affect nearly 70 million Americans every year. And research suggests sleep deprivation can actually cause anxiety disorders. But also, anxiety can cause sleep disorders. It's like the chicken or the egg, and it's a vicious cycle. I've personally struggled with both to the point where I was seriously contemplating medication. But before giving in to meds, I opted to try CBD, specifically NEDS. NEDS Full Spectrum CBD Tincture is certified 100% organic, it's outdoor grown, and cold extracted, which means no harmful pesticides or chemicals are involved in the growing or extraction process, creating a pure, highly effective tincture full of all the cannabinoids without making you high. Ned has been a part of my life for over two years strong because one, it actually helps, and two, Ned is fully transparent about everything that goes into all their products. They do third-party lab testing in every batch and number each batch sold. Their slow, cold extraction process does take more time than other CBD companies, And they know that they may not be producing as much as fast as the other guys. But I personally prefer that over other brands that just want to pump out product left and right. That's what makes Ned truly different from all the rest. That's why I highly recommend Ned for anyone suffering with anxiety or sleep deprivation. It truly does work. 
Become the best version of yourself and get 15% off Ned products with code DIGEST. Go to helloned.com slash digest or enter code DIGEST at checkout. That's helloned.com slash digest, H-E-L-L-O-N-E-D dot com slash digest and get 15% off. Thank you, Ned, for sponsoring this part of the show and offering my listeners a natural remedy for some of life's most common health issues. All right, you guys. So as mentioned, I'm sharing my tips, my tricks, some food deals, what you can do to really save money and as well as time. All of you guys, I'm assuming you do eat pretty healthy and you want to continue to, right? And I know it's really hard at the grocery store with prices going up and all the things. So, okay. Number one, tip number one is plan your meals and just just hear me out for a second. So when it comes to saving money at the grocery store, planning ahead is really essential. Just pick one day each week and on that day, plan your meals for the upcoming week. Then make a grocery list of everything you need to prepare those meals. Make sure to also scan your fridge and cabinets to see what you already have. You may have foods hidden in the back that can be used, or you may want to plan your meals around foods you need to use up before they expire. I'm certainly guilty of buying things I already had thinking I didn't have it in the first place. So always check to see what you have, take inventory. That's a great tip to utilize what you have and save money. Now, once you've planned your meals and make your grocery list, stick to it. It's very easy to get sidetracked at the grocery store, which can lead to unintended purchases and unintended expenses. So As a general rule, try to shop the perimeter of the store first. This is where whole foods are generally placed and will make you more likely to fill your cart with them first. The middle of the store often contains the most processed foods. However, there are some gems in the middle aisles, which I'll share about soon. So just stay tuned for that. You can really find some good healthy stuff in the middle aisles. But if you find yourself in these particular middle aisles, look at the top or bottom of the shelves rather than straight ahead. The most expensive items are usually placed at eye level and grocery stores know this and are very strategic in eye level placement. Try and only plan to purchase what you know you're going to use. This way you won't end up throwing away a lot of what you buy and don't use. So many people tend to overbuy, especially produce. And then those fruits and veggies end up going bad in the back of your fridge or sitting on the counter. One thing I do if I start to see fruit sitting on my counter and it's starting to ripen and begin to get at its peak and I know like I I don't plan on using it soon, I grab all of them, I chop it up, and I freeze them in little baggies for smoothies. This is a game changer, and I'm never left with spoiled fruit. Another tip is just to cook at home, and probably most of you guys already do that, but you guys know cooking at home can be cheaper than dining out. You can easily feed a family of four for the same price as buying food for one or two people at a restaurant. So make it a habit to cook at home rather than deciding to eat out at the last minute. And by cooking for yourself, you also gain the benefit of knowing exactly what ingredients are in your meals. When dining out, you have no idea 
idea what seed oils are being used and if those oils have been reused. And in many cases, they are recycled, which causes more inflammation in the body by oxidation of the oils and of course, just going rancid. And seed oil consumption in general is highly inflammatory. So beyond the types of oils used in restaurants, you don't know what spices, sauces, and seasonings are being put into your food, which in many cases contain gums that causes gut issues, natural flavors, and just simply knowing the safety handling practices of the food and how fresh the food is makes a huge difference. You can order organic, grass-fed, free-range, X, Y, and Z, but they never tell you how long it's been sitting out in the back or how long they've had that item. So obviously, cooking at home has many benefits and saving money is just one of them. Another tip is to cook large portions and use your leftovers for different meals. So cooking large meals can definitely save you both time and money. I always use leftovers for lunches or in other recipes. So for example, leftover meat can be reused in stews, stir fries, salads, and even burritos. You can even toss leftover veggies in scrambled eggs, guys. So good. Having leftovers can even help you stop from eating out on days when you don't have time to cook a meal just like from scratch. So always having leftovers is great. I personally love leftovers and honestly, in many cases, leftover dishes taste even better the next day, if you ask me. So another thing is you can also freeze leftovers in single portion sizes to, to like enjoy later in like a week or two. So I often do this with soup. Freezing soup is such a time saver and I sometimes make bigger batches of soup on purpose so I can freeze extra. Some foods just aren't as good after freezing, but soup, as long as there's no noodles in the soup, it's one of those meals that freezes quite well. Buying whole foods is another great way to save money. So some foods are more affordable in a less processed form. In fact, most are. For example, a block of cheese is cheaper than shredded or pre-sliced cheese and dried beans are less expensive than canned ones. And buying bunches of greens you bag yourself versus the pre-washed greens in those plastic containers is also an easy money-saving tip. You may spend a few extra minutes in the kitchen, but honestly, it's really not that much of a difference when you're considering how much you're saving. Plus, if you have kids, get them involved, you guys. Get them involved in prepping the food, get them involved in washing produce, grating cheese, and teach them ways of preparing food they will utilize for the rest of their life. So many kids, young adults, and sadly, even grown adults don't even know how to properly prepare food. And many don't even have the concept of what food actually is because they were never taught the steps of preparation. In fact, several children are surprised that grated cheese doesn't actually come ungrated or are unaware of how food turns into that magical dish they see at dinner time. So get the kids involved. Buying generic brands is another great money-saving tip. So like most stores offer generic brands for nearly any product. The generic brands may be the same quality as other national brands, just less expensive. And many are actually produced by the same branded company. And then they just supply the grocery store with their own generic brand at a cheaper cost by making the store chain commit to buying like X amount in larger volumes and by using less 
less expensive material for the packaging. For example, if a branded item is sold in a box, the generic brand may be sold in a bag that costs less to package, etc. All that said, you guys, read the ingredient list to make sure that you're not getting a product of lower quality than the national brand or one that contains unexpected added ingredients or allergens. I see this way too often. This is another way generic brands are able to sell at a cheaper cost because they add additional ingredients that are fillers, creating more bulk in the item with no nutritional value. Or sometimes they remove some of the ingredients to lessen the expense of having key nutrients in the generic product. So always check the ingredient list. Stocking up on sales is kind of a no-brainer. So if you have a favorite products or staples that you use frequently, you should always stock up on them when they're on sale if you have the room to store extra at home, either in your pantry or freezer. Just make sure that it will last for a while and won't expire in the meantime. You won't save money if you're buying something you just end up throwing out. So just keep that in mind. So you can also go in with a nearby friend or neighbor and split the costs. Big box stores like Costco or Sam's Club, they sell fresh produce in large quantities that my husband and I can't consume before it all goes bad. So since my parents actually live next door, it's easy for us to buy large quantities of produce then split it with my parents. So keep that in mind if you have a nearby friend or neighbor, most likely they're also looking for a grocery buddy to split the cost with. All right, let's talk meat for a second. Fresh meat can be obviously quite expensive. However, you can get many cuts of meat that cost way less. Just look for the cheaper cuts. So this doesn't mean you have to forgo buying grass-fed organic options. You can still get that, but you can still get quality meat from grass-fed organic animals. You just have to look for the less desired part of the animal. Look for chuck steak or ground meat, and even whole chicken is a lot more cost-effective than buying cuts of chicken breast or thighs. Plus, you get the added bonus of the bones, which can be used to make homemade bone broth. So that's a win-win for me. Also, if you buy a whole chicken or large roast of beef and cook it at the beginning of the week, you can use the meat to create casseroles, soups, stews, burritos, tacos, and stir fries for the rest of the week. Another great protein option is canned salmon and canned tuna. I personally love and prefer canned tuna and salmon over fresh. I know you guys probably think I'm crazy, but I think it's because growing up, we didn't have a lot of money. So any fish that we ate was either in the form of sticks, aka fish sticks, if anyone remembers those, which by the way, I'm pretty sure there was not even like real fish in there. (laughs) Or another option was we ate a lot of canned tuna to make tuna and pickle sandwiches. So I actually can't remember how old I was when I tried my first fresh piece of real salmon. All that to say, I really like canned fish. (laughs) Now you have to be careful of the brand you buy because not all canned tuna and salmon are created equal. Many contain additives. For example, the brand Chicken of the Sea actually contains soy. If you look closely at the ingredient list, it says it's packaged in vegetable broth. And then in parentheses, it says contains soy. So if you have an allergy, that can be huge. Not only that, but tuna is very notable for being high in mercury. So you want to look for brands that have a low mercury content. The brands I stick with are by Safe Catch, which they actually test all their fish for mercury and are said to be one of the brands of 
canned tuna containing the lowest amount of mercury. Another brand I like is from Wild Planet. They make sure that their tuna is of the smallest catch. And the smaller the tuna, the lower the mercury because they're not eating large fish that also contain high levels of mercury. And then just in general, smaller tuna are of course younger, resulting in less mercury accumulation. Both brands are wild-caught tuna, and I've found them both at Costco, surprisingly, and they're, they are slightly cheaper, and they're, it's a much better deal than if you were to go and purchase each can individually. Costco also sells canned wild pink Alaskan salmon. The ingredients are just wild pink salmon, water, and sea salt. That's it. So not only are you getting quality protein from a clean, wild source of seafood, but canned fish will typically last two years in your pantry and is a great staple to always have on hand in a pinch. If you want some recipes using canned fish, a few weeks ago, I posted my favorite canned tuna salad filling recipe on my Instagram that got quite a lot of attention and is still being savored by a lot of my followers. So definitely check that recipe out. It's so versatile and can be used in wraps, sandwiches, eaten with crackers, stuffed inside an avocado, or simply eaten with a fork. It's so good, you guys. And also the addition of diced apples just makes it... You just got to try it. Colostrum is the first form of nutrients mammals, including humans, receive after birth. It's often considered liquid gold due to its wide array of health-promoting properties, including immune and gut support. It's incredibly nutritious and contains high levels of antibodies that fight infections and bacteria for the newborn. But us as grown adults can also benefit from these outstanding properties. And in today's world with so many toxins in our modern day living, we need it more than ever. Our food system is broken. Let's just be honest, guys. And even our soil is depleted, which makes our food less nutrient dense, containing less vitamins and minerals we need for optimum health. So it's more important than ever to supplement quality products to help keep our immune system and digestive system working at its best. Armor Colostrum is one of those whole food supplements I got introduced to back in February of 2023, and I've been on the Armor train ever since. I know a lot of people are talking about colostrum and how it has even been proven to be three times more effective at preventing the flu than the flu vaccine itself without any side effects that come with vaccines. Colostrum has also been clinically shown to help guard against inflammation and everyday toxins and pollutants. There are over 5,000 published studies to date documenting the benefits of colostrum and its ability to optimize health at all stages of life. Colostrum intake has also been linked to fewer respiratory tract infections and GI infections in children. What makes Armor Colostrum different than all the others on the market is that they use a proprietary cold chain biopotent technology that distills over 200 functional nutrients, guaranteeing the highest bioactive integrity and bioavailability. Another thing I personally love about this company is that they also only extract and use the surplus colostrum from grass-fed, pasture-raised, happy cows that are no longer needing it to supply their young. So you know you're not taking away from animals that need it. 
only the surplus colostrum is used and Armra makes sure they are getting only the best from healthy USA cows from family farms. Armra has three flavors, orange, watermelon, and unflavored, which is my personal favorite because the unflavored has no natural flavors and just one single ingredient. It tastes so good, like you guys are going to love it. And for anyone with dairy sensitivities, the casein is removed. So you may be able to digest it a lot easier because of that. That's the protein most people are sensitive to with a dairy allergy is the casein. So Armour has many dairy sensitive happy customers. So if you guys want to try what everyone is talking about and help rebuild your whole body microbiome and strengthen your immune barriers along the mouth, sinuses, lungs, gut, urinary, and reproductive tract to block unwelcome particles for your strongest immune health, I highly recommend Armor Colostrum. If you guys go to tryarmra.com and use code digest, you'll receive a special discount. That's T-R-Y-A-R-M-R-A dot com and use code digest. You'll receive a special discount. Again, tryarmra.com and use code digest. Now I know we just talked about meat, but let's talk about non-meat and maybe going meatless a few days of the week. So try having a couple days per week where you use other protein sources such as eggs or You can even have like a few days of just consuming protein powder mixed into your smoothies. My new zest protein powder contains 18 grams of pea protein of which the lectins are removed. So you're not getting that bloated feeling you may typically get from other pea protein powders. It's also glyphosate free because the yellow peas are grown in Europe where glyphosate is actually illegal to be sprayed on crops. So there's not even a chance of wind or water runoff of glyphosate from nearby crops with my protein. So uh, my powder is relatively, I would say it's relatively inexpensive when you compare it to other protein sources and it's easy to prepare. But most importantly, it's easy to digest and be absorbed by the body. We can eat all the protein in the world, but if our bodies are unable to actually absorb it, it does us no good, right? So you wanna make sure you are absorbing what you are actually paying for. Plus my protein powder is good for about two years. So you most likely will never end up having to waste any because it went bad in your fridge, right? So like sometimes meat, it will go bad, it will waste. So not to forego meat, but uh, that's just the benefit of my protein powder. Um, And if you wanna try any of the flavors I have, vanilla, chocolate, and strawberry, you can just go to newzest-usa.com slash Bethany's Pantry, and you will see my digestive support protein powder I created. Not to be confused with the Newzest original line of protein powder. My digestive support protein powder was specifically created by me without any natural flavors and no stevia, no sugar alcohols or any kind of gums or weird ingredients. I use real organic vanilla beans to flavor the vanilla protein, real strawberry powder to flavor the strawberry protein, and real organic cacao powder to flavor the cacao protein. Plus, they contain L-glutamine and the probiotics bacillus coagulans that help the gut lining and gut support. But if you aren't a fan of flavors or don't want the probiotics, but still want the protein, I also have an unflavored version, which is the protein bake powder. 
It has even more protein powder per ounce and all it is is yellow pea protein without the lectins. Just be cautious, this is for my diehard peeps that don't mind the earthy flavor. So I personally love it. And I often mix like half and half. So half of the protein bake, the unflavored, and then uh, another scoop of like one of my flavors, like strawberry or vanilla or something like that. And that way you can also kind of stretch your protein and you're still getting like 18 to 22 grams of protein. So again, just go to newzest-usa.com slash Bethany's Pantry to see everything I created for gut health and support. Now, another tip is to buy frozen fruits and vegetables. Fresh fruits, berries, and vegetables are usually in season for only a few months per year and they're sometimes rather expensive. Quick frozen produce is usually just as nutritious, you guys. It's also cheaper, available all year, and usually sold in large bags. Frozen produce is great to use when cooking, making smoothies, or as toppings for yogurt. Plus, you gain the advantage of being able to take out only what you're about to use and then continue to freeze the rest. So the rest will just be kept safe from spoiling in the freezer, right? So produce waste equals money waste. Something that I've really been enjoying is growing my own produce, which is also a great money saver. I know not everyone has that option or has a backyard, but there's also community gardens that you can do. And seeds are very cheap to buy, you guys. And with just a little time and effort, you may be able to grow your own herbs, sprouts, tomatoes, onions, and many, many more delicious crops. Having a continuous supply at home saves you money at the store and you only pick what you need. Plus, it's the freshest you will ever get. If you've ever eaten a fresh grown piece of fruit compared to a store-bought version, you know what I'm talking about. (laughs) The difference is like night and day, not only in taste, but in nutritional value. If you're limited in space, you can always talk with a neighbor and ask if they want to do a swap in produce for what they grow and what you grow. Even if you live in a high-rise apartment, you can still grow herbs and small produce like tomatoes in your window seal and swap with your neighbor. Plus, I think it's kind of fun. I wasn't that into gardening or growing my own food at first, but my mom bought me a tomato plant back in 2020 and it became an obsession. It's also very therapeutic. That's just another perk. And who doesn't love free therapy, right? Another money-saving tip to add to the list, which I feel like I'm preaching to the choir here, but pack your lunch. We all know that eating out is very expensive, especially if done regularly. So packing your lunch, snacks, drinks, and other meals will not only save you money, but of course, it's much healthier. Just like I previously spoke about when going out to dinner and like packing a lunch is basically the same concept and is honestly a no-brainer when you're trying to save money and eat healthy at the same time. So I'll just stop there because I think we all can agree on this. Now, a money-saving tip you may not think about when thinking about food and saving money is appreciate less expensive foods. Now, a lot of these less expensive foods are quite nutritious. And by making some adjustments and using ingredients that you may not be used to, you can prepare many, many delicious and inexpensive meals. Try increasing your use of eggs, beans, seeds, frozen fruits and vegetables, and cheaper cuts of meat. Sometimes, 
It's all in our mindset. In fact, I get asked all the time on my Instagram how I transitioned from eating sugar-sweetened chocolate to unsweetened, one ingredient, 100% chocolate. And it definitely was an adjustment at first, but it's been about seven years that I've been enjoying unsweetened chocolate without any sugar, and I don't miss the sweet stuff one bit. So it's all about appreciation of what food truly tastes like without all the bells and whistles. So take that same concept into everything you eat. Learn to appreciate the quote, not so glamorous foods that are still super nutritious, you guys. Once you get used to them, you may even prefer them from their superior. Okay, guys, that's it for this week's Bite of Knowledge. I hope you enjoyed this Monday's episode. And if you did and think someone else could benefit from it, please share it with at least one person you know. By sharing it with just one person, you are helping me and supporting the show. So also, if you haven't done so already, please rate and review this podcast for a chance to enter to win $80 worth of organic coconut cult vegan yogurt. That's $80 worth of this superior vegan yogurt. Thanks again for being part of the Digest This podcast community and also the Little Sipper community on Instagram. Sending all my love. Thanks for listening to this episode of Digest This. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review in your podcast app to let us know. If you're ever wondering how you can support me and this podcast, sharing it with your friends and family is the best way. This is a resonant media production produced by Drake Peterson and edited by Mike Fry. To email the show, message us at digestthispod at gmail.com. See you next time. The content of this show is for educational and informational purposes only. It is not a substitute for individual medical and mental health advice and does not constitute a provider-patient relationship. As always, talk to your doctor or health team first.